0: Thanks for joining the Money Happy Hour, where we make every hour a happy hour for your money. I'm your host, Tom, the Savings Captain. And of course, I'm joined by my producer, Radish, the hardest working dog in podcasting. Hey, this is going to be a little bit of a different episode. It's just going to be a few minutes, 10 or 12 minutes. I'm going to take a step back and talk about something that's been on my mind a lot lately. And that's risk tolerance, market corrections, bear markets, things like that. There's so much noise in the media about it. Hey, I'm going to spend a few minutes talking about that. But before we jump in, if you're new to the Money Happy Hour podcast or haven't done so already, please hit the subscribe button, the follow button, whatever you want to call it. Add some comments and share it with others. So I've been thinking about this topic a lot lately. Risk tolerance, risk capacity, bear markets, market corrections, The risks of not being invested. And I wanted to take a few minutes and just talk about this now. You might be thinking, hey, it's kind of unusual to talk about this topic right now. 2023, we're just about at the mid-year of the year. It's going great compared to 2022. The broad market is up 13%. But there's so much noise in the media. Where we are from an economic cycle standpoint, blah, 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 all that stuff. It goes on and on. If you spend too much time focusing on it, you will lose your focus from your portfolio. So the reason I wanted to talk about this now, I think, is it's a perfect time. The markets are calm. It's a great time to step back, take a look at your financial picture, and say, you know what? It's mid-year 2023. Where am I on my goals? What is my risk tolerance? What's my risk capacity? What is risk capacity? I'll talk a bit about that. But the reason I like to look at risk tolerance now, while the market is not volatile, this period that we've been in we've had the lowest level of market volatility than we've had in the past two years why it's important i think to look at risk tolerance once in a while is get an understanding for yourself how much risk can you truly take in the portfolio that you have right now should things turn should we experience a correction a bear market and i'll talk more about that in just a couple of minutes but your risk tolerance that's going to be the emotional handling of what happens when the market goes down and you probably don't know how you're going to react you may not know completely how you're going to react until you're in the middle of it so take a measure and recognize your risk tolerance one tool that i like to use and i should disclose i am a fully invested investor i am not a bear i am not which i'm not even i don't i'm not a bear or a bull i'm just fully invested all the time been doing this for 30 something years i have seen a dozen or more corrections and a handful of bear markets and i've wrote out every one of them but that might not be that's intentionally my decision but i've also seen through my time a lot of corrections and bear markets just wipe people out and they sell at the worst time and it's because in my opinion they don't have their risk tolerance defined how much downturn, they can withstand in their portfolio and ride it out. The mistake they make is the market goes down and it's a drumbeat of negative news all the time. And guess what? You're right, they sell at the worst time at the market bottom. So I say why markets are calm right now. One simple tip you can do, check your portfolio, add up the balance. If the market were to drop, if that portfolio were to drop 30%, 50%, 50%, what would you do? Ask yourself that question. So if you log in and you see your portfolio balances, say, half a million dollars, if that were to decrease to $300,000, how would you react? What would you do? You'd probably want to make decisions right now while you have that balance at a high level to determine your level of risk exposure or you invested in the right things. So that's one I think that's one practical step you can take from a risk tolerance standpoint to try to understand how you'd handle it. The other thing I want to talk about, it's a less common talked-about term, and that's risk capacity. I've shared some information on Twitter, at SavingsCaptain on this. Risk capacity is a changing, it's a moving target, I like to think of it, as you go through different stages of life. So, for instance, many of you know I had a big change in my lifestyle this past year, I have left the nine-to-five. So I don't have a steady nine-to-five, punch-the-clock, in, punch punch-out, a steady paycheck. There's a few hot side hustles I do to bring in extra money, but my situation's changed. So maybe your situation has changed a bit where you have to look a little more nuanced. Do you have a big financial responsibility that's come due that that's coming due down the horizon that maybe wasn't there just a couple of years ago. Yeah, you guessed it, like funding a child's education. Maybe you're gonna be downshifting in your career. What are those things look like over the next couple of years? And then does that align to your risk tolerance? If the market were to go down 30 or 50% and we had an extended bear market, could you weather the storm? If you're a long-term investor, my suggestion is to ride it out And we're going to talk about the facts. And you generally don't see these facts come out in the middle of a correction or a bear market. Matter of fact, when I was looking at some of this stuff, I noticed an oddity which really stood out to me. And that oddity was pretty much the whole reason I'm doing this now, while the market's calm. Most of the articles that I read, guess what? They were written when we were already in the middle of a correction or a bear market. So a correction, just stepping back, what is a true correction? Sometimes the terms correction and bear market get used incorrectly. A correction is any downturn in the market of 10% or more. How often does that happen? That happens, you can count on that. If you're going to be a long-term investor, on average, you can count on a correction once about every two years. Fact. Fact one. Once every two years, fact two, how long do they last? You know, a lot of us can handle pain as long as we know there's relief at the other end. The average correction does last four months. So that means you've recovered that corrected, that loss amount within a four-month time horizon. I think most of us are uh, long-term enough to withstand that. Now, a bear market, a true bear market definition is when we drop 20% or more that happens very infrequently there's only been a handful three or so since the 1987 crash those happen very irregularly but as you guessed it they're much more deep and that's what usually washes people out of the market so a bear market it's a movement down of 20 percent or more how long do they last you can count on being in a bear market uh, on average uh, at least a year it's 13 months not too many examples of it so it can vary deeply Uh, one of the worst ones I saw was of course the 2007 to 2010 ish period that was just painful and I saw way too many people just washed out of the market selling at the worst time so really take a look my suggestion is while things are calm and you're looking at how your portfolio has been handling where you are going into mid-year Take a look to see what you what you could do. One additional tip, I'd say, if you do feel a little weak in the knees that you might react emotionally if there were a downturn, one safeguard you can put in place is simply taking some money off the table. I would never go to an all-cash position if you are a long-term investor. This is not financial advice. This Do your own research, do what's comfortable for you. It's just one person's position, one person's suggestion. I'm a believer if you invest, ride it out long term and can withstand volatility and risk in the short term, you will be handsomely rewarded to reach your financial goals. Uh, But the emotional decisions of corrections and bear markets, that's what usually does people people in. one interesting thing is the composition of your portfolio. Also look at that. So this study was back tested by um, Financial Analyst Journal, and they came up with something. I invest in a lot of dividend stocks, but they proclaim that, hey, if you were a, if you had dividend stocks in your portfolio, your volatility was a lot less. Uh, the downturns were a lot less if you were holding dividend stocks in your portfolio. And the magic number they found from a yield basis were stocks yielding 4.3%. Now, I don't chase yield. I'll look at the underlying company and what's delivering that yield. Can they continue from a cash flow standpoint to pay that dividend? I'd much rather personally accept a lower yield of 2%, for instance, on some like I get on some of my favorite companies, and have the growth potential in the short term I could live with the volatility I don't I still don't need the money yet so don't chase yield but perhaps anchoring your portfolio there's a feather in the cap there for that for adding dividend stocks to your portfolio so those were a couple of things that I wanted to share that I thought were were kind of interesting so I'll just wrap up by saying I hope you found this helpful I hope you take the tenor 15 minutes to listen to this and then not just listen to it, but You know compare compare where you are in your portfolio to your long-term financial goals try to envision How you would act if we did have a steep correction? Would you need money? Does it not make a difference for you? In my case? It was always right. It was the best course of action and that truly helped me build additional wealth while the markets were low because on average here's another fact there is there is light at the end of that rainbow the end of a bear market the following year again not too many examples but the markets did return 32 percent on average so you certainly don't want to sell at the worst time because you're not getting back in at the bottom of a bear market when you feel comfortable You've missed a lot of the move in the market. So you've hurt yourself on both ends by getting out of the market. By selling, selling at the bottom, and then missing the rebound. So that's all I have today. Radish has given me the cue. So it is time to wrap up. And I'll just say, and I'll close by saying, thanks for joining the Money Happy Hour, where we make every hour a happy hour for your money.